coming up at 1 o'clock. And we say goodbye to Chris Christie. Coming up in Swamp Watch, we'll remember his greatest hits. Is he going to become a sports talk show host? Hmm. I know he tried it for a while. I don't know. I, I, I just think that was one of the most dramatic falls from grace one has taken. And he didn't see it coming, I think, no. is probably the worst part about it for him. Uh, all right. What else is going on? Time for What's Happening. MLK Day, of course, trending today. It is the 33rd annual Kingdom Day Parade in South L.A. It's always a great parade. I started at 10 a.m. at MLK Junior Boulevard in Western. Kamala Harris was Grand Marshal. The theme, when they go low, we go high. Of course, the comments by former First Lady Michelle Obama during that speech at the convention last year. It was funny. I was watching that uh, Philadelphia game, and I was looking at the pictures of the city, and I go, gosh, Philadelphia is so pretty. I'd like to go there. You. And then I was like, wait a minute. I spent a week there last year or two years ago. That's how much, just, but just, it is different. It I, is. What I noticed is that it was cold, like it looked cold. Yeah, that's not how I remember Philadelphia. No, it was muggy and it was hot and swampy and raining. Swamp ass everywhere. I just the same thing just happened to me. I was t- talking to my wife. She's like, "When were you in Philly?" I was like, "Don't you remember? I was gone for like a week. It was the convention." Yeah. She didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you have not, I this is the problem. I was thinking about this. I don't know if my kids have ever heard the I have a dream speech from Martin Luther King. And I know that it's a nerdy thing, but it's it's all of 16 and a half minutes long. It is absolutely worth it uh, pulling that thing up and, and listening to it for 16 minutes. Do it on your drive home. Listen to the speech on the way home. Winter Olympics trending along with North Korea and South Korea because they may field a joint women's hockey team. And I don't think this is just about hockey. I think this is about Kim Jong-un trying to cozy up to the South. Hmm. Try and get the South on uh, on his side. This is a, uh, this is a big moment in this uh, international... Sports diplomacy. Look at North Korea. And I, yeah. I think that this could go a long way to making sure that we do not uh, escalate things anymore. But... Uh, I'm not saying that it's a guarantee. I'm just saying it could be nice. So if they do field a joint women's hockey team, what flag do they play under? Both. Uh, They'd have to put both up there. Interesting. Tropical Breeze Casino is in the news. This was a shuttle boat that erupted in flames off of Florida, off the Gulf Coast. One person died. A woman, about 50 passengers, jumped into the chilly waters. It was yesterday. The victim who died, 42 years old, a woman, 
Eight other passengers were treated at the hospital and released. The casino, the Florida authorities said that the shuttle boat caught fire. Fifty passengers safely made it to shore uh, after a rescue operation. The boat was burned all the way down to its hull. The only thing that was not burned was the American flag that's hanging on its bow. Interesting. The, the, the boat regularly carries people back and forth from the Tropical Breezes Offshore Casino. It's about a 40-minute ride into international waters. And there you can play blackjack, which is illegal in Florida at non-Indian casinos, uh, and roulette. To me, that's... <laughs> Maybe it's just because I'm um, I'm jaded and I know that there are uh, places for me to play blackjack and poker, et cetera, throughout the state. But I'm not going to go for a 45-minute shuttle boat ride out to a casino in the I would. Gulf of Mexico. I would. I know, but you've done a lot of questionable things. That sounds like fun. Take a little boat ride, get to the casino. Eh, I'd do it. Except for the burning part. Cranberry's singer. This was nuts uh, when this news hit this morning. Dolores O'Riordan, dead, 46 years old. She was at a recording with the with the rest of the Cranberries. And uh, and she they said she just unexpectedly died. She had three kids, 46 years old. She had just split from her husband of 20 years in 2014. TMZ reports she tried to take her life by ODing the year before in 2013, saying she had suffered from depression and ultimately a mental breakdown. She was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. She said, or she had told at some point that she... uh believed some of her emotional problems emanated from being abused as a child. But uh, 46 years old. So, and the, the publicist only says, should I suddenly no further details? Yeah. That? That's not good. Heathers is in the news. Such a pillowcase. <laughs> it's coming back, guys. Man, I hated that movie. I love that movie. God, I hate it. I saw that movie. I remember I went with a... Uh, I go back to that movie pretty often. <laughs> I, went, I went to see the movie with a high school girlfriend and her uncle. Weird. That's pairing. not odd. The odd third wheel there. Uh, and I hated the movie. That's great Because I didn't get it. I just, But I hated it. It made no sense. It was stupid. No, it's amazing. It's now a masterpiece. I, I totally appreciate it. Anyway, the Paramount uh, Network is, uh, is going to be taking... Is it? Yeah, it is Paramount Network that's going to reboot this. Selma Blair uh, booked as a recurring role. Heather Duke, Shannon Doherty, right? Yep, she's Heather Duke this time is a man who identifies as genderqueer, whose real name is Heath, but he goes by Heather Duke. That's 2018 Heathers for you. Got to work that in. Wow. Uh, all right. That'll be fun. We come back. Gas Fantasy Foreplay. Just some amazing ends to the uh, football games from over the weekend. And then that giant Patriots stinker. Core nuts. I'm going to do Heather's lines all day. Great. Gary and Shannon will continue. Gary and Shannon giving you $1,000. You're shot at $1,000 now. 
Text the keyword WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Gary and I were just losing our minds in here over Mike Tomlin's decision to, on fourth and one, pitch it five yards behind the line of scrimmage instead of with the best offensive line in the NFL quarterback sneaking that thing. Well, didn't he do it twice? Yes. Wasn't there a pass later on? Yes. But, and in fact, I think on two of their touchdowns were scored on fourth downs, like fourth and long. But it's just weird. Ben Roethlisberger is a dump truck of a man. And I guess a big way. I'm not saying he's a bad, well, he's a bad person He's a rapist. But he, well, there's that. (laughs) But but he's a dump truck of a guy that turns his head and he, he gets three yards. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been the easiest way to do it. But that anyway, no sense. fun, fun football weekend. And I didn't get to watch the games yesterday. I got to listen to most of them. I mm. did see the end of uh, the uh, the Saints-Vikings game. So that, and again, that was one of those, I, I'm not, my team's gone. So th- there was no, I didn't have any dogs in any of these races that other was than billed, the picks that we had. That was going to, that was billed as the best game of the weekend and it did not let you down. Well, at first I thought it was going to turn out to be like the Jacksonville Pittsburgh You never because, count out Drew Brees. Right. Ever. But the Vikings just looked like they were, they were all over it. And Drew Brees was throwing pictures, uh, sorry, throwing picks like, uh, like Ben Roethlisberger was. And it was just disappointing. Ah. Oh. This is just, uh, it's going to end up no. to be a just disaster. It, you know, Drew Brees will always, always make it close. It's just like when, uh, when, when the Steelers were down 21 nothing, right? And you just knew they were not with, with Roethlisberger and, and, and the stars that he has to play with, there was no way that they weren't going to stage a comeback. Well, the biggest play of the entire weekend and probably, well, the, the play, unlike any other play we've ever seen in NFL playoffs, was to end the Saints-Vikings game last night. It was, there was 10 seconds on the clock. It was fourth down. Wasn't it fourth down? Yep. 10 seconds. Case Keenum looked like. No, no, I think it was third down because they had one more. Yeah, because they. Okay, if they, but 10 seconds, that's enough to run a play. Maybe get out of bounds and kick the field goal. And you got to do it perfect. Because they had to gain, I think it was thirteen or fifteen yards, something like that, to right. get into the get into this area where their field goal kicker, right. Kyle Forbath, even had they, a they, shot. They would have had time because he caught it with six seconds to go, so there would okay. have been time for two plays. So he if, catches okay. the ball, which is a sixty-one yard ball. I'm saying on my couch, get out of bounds, get out of bounds, because it was a tight picture. You couldn't see if there was anybody. In, in the path to the end zone, right. which there was not. But this, the Saints, was it the cornerback? I don't know who it was. Oh, it was their safety. <clears throat> their Marcus, safety. Yeah, Marcus Williams, their safety. He completely aborts the tackle because he doesn't want to get called. So I saw an so interview did- with him this morning, and he explained it. Uh, he said... I felt like I was going to get there too early. Yeah. And he didn't want a penalty. didn't want he to pass was. interference That's exactly penalty. what I just said. He was there too early. And he aborts the tackle because he doesn't want the flag. But he does this thing where he ducks his head and completely shuts off any vision that he has of the guy catching the ball. And at the same time runs into the cornerback who, if he didn't run into him, may have had a shot at catching the receiver. So he takes out. I mean, he miss, misses the tackle or doesn't tackle. And then runs into his own guy just enough to slow him down. This is, the, by the way, my favorite call of the day. This is the way the Saints 
play-by-play guys called that. And they were on the verge of what they thought was going to be a win. Yeah. Okay. They're 10 seconds away from going to the conference championship game. Here's Keenan dropping, looking, throwing near sideline. And it's caught by Stefan Diggs. He's going to take it inside the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown on the final play of this game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now listen, and that's I'm going to play it again. Everyone, even Vikings fans were saying, "Are you kidding me?" You hear the color guy again, the the, yeah. the color commentator in the background going, "Are you kidding me?" When he catches the ball before the touchdown is even scored, and it's caught by Stephon Diggs, he's going to take it inside the 15, 10, 5. He, says it like he, he three won't stop. He, he's catatonic. He's just freaking. Uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell is so much fun to watch. Back to the Pittsburgh, yeah. the Steelers for a minute. The way that he has such patience. But was it to he's the slowest to get to the line of scrimmage in the NFL. But look at what he does with that. I mean it's it's, it's he's like a surgeon picking and choosing and picking apart the line and where he's, it's 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 incredible to watch. And was not a criticism game. of his though when he first got into the league that people were saying you got to you got to attack these holes right when you see them. And his his mentality has always been then I'm yeah. just going to let it happen. Yeah. I'll find when the hole develops that's when i'll run through it it was it was interesting listening at dan patrick was talking about this morning you've got Le'Veon bell you've got antonio brown you've got a hall of fame quarterback in ben roethlisberger and they just stall out you know and i, I think a lot of the problems yesterday was on the defensive side of the ball if you're going to hang up that many points on him i couldn't believe that pittsburgh scored that many points on jacksonville that was insane so the uh, the games next weekend uh, both on sunday the first game will be the jacksonville jaguars at the New England Patriots. And we didn't even say anything about the Patriots game. I'm tired. I'm not tired of watching the Patriots. I just know what I'm going to get when I watch the Patriots. Yeah. I watched like five minutes of that game. It was interesting when it, when they failed to score for a chunk of the beginning. But I'm just kind of, I know what I'm going to get. You know? I, so do you, they don't wow me. You don't give Jacksonville any chance next weekend? Oh, I think Jacksonville absolutely has a chance. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there, there's just one problem. What's that? Blake Bortles. Come on. It was He's one of the greatest quarterbacks no, ever in the history no, of this. No, and listen, I want Blake Bortles to do well because I want to watch good football. It's just that he does not provide that at this point. He 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 had one good throw yesterday, and everyone's like, oh, what are the Blake Bortles haters saying now? It's like what we've been saying all along. Yeah. It was Leonard Fournette that led you to that victory. Yeah. It was you're, the defense. You're lucky it they shot up his ankle at halftime. Blake Bortles' little dump pass over the middle of the tight end for that one score. That was not what made you win that game. You look like a nine-year-old throwing that ball. Yeah. Just the lob up over the Good line. Good Lord. Uh, anyway, so the Jaguars-Patriots will be the first game next Sunday, and then Vikings at the Eagles uh, should be the second game. Both of them going to be played outdoors, which I think will be fun. Philadelphia. You love those outdoor playoffs. I do. Games. I want them to be cold. I think in Pittsburgh it was five, if I'm not mistaken. It was funny watching Gronk hug everybody with that big jacket of his. Just like he's so big, it was he would he would open up the wings of the jacket and just. It'd be like the Rock when he hugs Oscar. That's exactly right. Gary and Shannon will continue. We'll get into Swamp Watch, talk all about the uh, the S-House and S-Holes and things like that. And who the CIA asked to spread the word about Donald Trump and collusion with Russia. Who would you think? They pick one person to spread the rumors. We'll tell you who. Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) Not him. (laughs) Gary and Shannon will continue. 
drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Blake, we did not congratulate you for your Vikings pick. Stop. Thank you. You're uh, you're like Nostradamus. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It was a good job. Good pick. Carol shamed us into that, by the way, on Twitter. Well, it's true, and I and I did. How do we end this? How are we going to does gas fantasy foreplay end in a tie? Or are we going to pick next week? Well, no, you one up on you. That wouldn't be a tie at all, would it? Yeah, Blake's the lead. I thought we were tied now. Nope, we were tied going into this week, and then you uh, sucked. So I'm going to have to pick some crazy underdog. You're going to pick both Jackson, the underdogs. Though. Yeah. Go with Jackson. Or are you going to be happy with second place and just try to stay above them? I mean, they're, come on, they don't have a shot. They're only two games behind you. I know. Anyway, Swamp Watch. We get into what's going on in Washington, D.C. Um, let's talk about uh, the CIA. I don't know if you've been following Moby on social media. You remember. Let me turn your clock back to about 2007. Moby, the, the techno artist, Electronica. I don't know what uh, producer, DJ. He said that after he talked to some friends in D.C., this is last February, he learned that that Fusion GPS dossier was 100% real and that the Russian government was blackmailing the president. He did an interview with WFPK in Louisville, and he has doubled down. (laughs) Time out. Time out. Moby's doing interviews with radio stations in In Louisville, Louisville. Kentucky. I know. That That doesn't ring... That guy never returns Real our phone calls. To me. That guy has never once returned a phone call from our producer, Oscar, to get him on the air here. He's talking with Kyle Meredith from WFPK, and he cited active and former CIA agents who were truly concerned about Trump's collusion with Russia. I'm quoting here. They were like, this is the Manchurian candidate. Like... Putin has a Russian agent as the president of the United States. So they passed on some information to me and they said, look, you have more of a social media following than any of us do. Can you please post some of these things just in a way that sort of put it out there? And then he added, it's really disturbing and it's going to get quite a lot darker, like the depths of the Trump family in business and their involvement with organized crime, sponsored terrorism, Russian. It gets really dark. I guess we should all, like, fasten our seatbelts and hold on. Uh, I know this is going to surprise you, but I have the audio from something called WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky. Years of touring um, and spending time in D.C. and New York, I've managed to make a few friends in the intelligence community. Time out. Do you think the people in the intelligence community are motivated to be friends with guys like... Moby. Well, we have a a, a friend in the Secret Service. It's different. Okay. Very different. Because all he did was bug us. He gave us electronic listening devices so that they can track our movements. He didn't ask us to do anything like post stuff on social media. Anyway, Moby claims he knows guys on the inside. And I guess it was about a year ago, we were having dinner, and they were really 
concerned, partially based on this, not to go too much in the weeds, but like this Fusion GPS report on Trump essentially being run as a Russian agent. And these are some active and former CIA agents who were, they're truly concerned. They were like, they were like, this is the Manchurian candidate. Like he have a Russian agent as the president of the United States. All right. I don't think Moby is. um... He also appeared in a video showing support for Chelsea Manning in 2013. Speaking of which, did you hear that Chelsea Manning's running for the Senate? No. Yes. Chelsea Manning running for Senate in the state of Maryland. You think she has a shot? No. I don't either. Chris Christie. Yes. Is leaving. Poor guy. Very sad. Eight years. He was once seen as the guy for the Republicans. There was a time. And then Bridgegate happened. Well, if you remember, there were still, I think at that point, 27 Republican contenders for the uh, nomination for president. Yeah. And he was a guy who was considered moderate enough to appeal to some Democrats. And then you're right. Bridgegate was the beginning of the end of Chris Christie. In terms of any sort of national uh, draw. And uh, we're reminded of some of his greatest hits. Uh, Remember when he told everyone to get the hell off the beach because the beaches were shut down because some sort of budget fight. And then he was seen on that beach with his family. Remember the late night donut when he was on David Letterman's show? And he was making fun of his size. He had he had just gone through lap band surgery. And at one point in the interview, he pulls out a donut, takes a bite, says he didn't realize the interview would take so long. That's what you loved about Chris Christie, the self-deprecation, right? And I still do. I mean, Remember the nachos I... at the baseball game, the ice cream cone on the pier? A lot of his, uh, his greatest hits involve food, don't they? Yes. Remember he hated the Jersey Shore people? Yeah. <laughs> They parachute these losers into New Jersey. They're from New York. I love said. that cross river hate. They're yeah. from New York. He said he once met uh, Snooky and Jay Wow on the boardwalk. Um, Snooky called Chris Christie a scary man in her book. Okay. Someone, um, you want to have a conversation later? Do you remember he was interrupted repeatedly by a Democratic activist criticizing him over what he said were his failures after Sandy? And he says, you want to have the conversation later? I'm happy to have it, buddy. But until that time, sit down and shut up. Because he's from New Jersey. That's what I loved about Chris Christie. That's what their he Valentine's speak, Day cards say to each other. He seemed like a real guy, you know, like a, a down-to-earth guy. But at the same time... Very smart, former prosecutor, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I liked him as a as a candidate. And then he just started playing with his own poop after Fort Lee. And then he, he seemed like Captain Phillips with Trump. Remember, he was one of the first ones to come out and stand next to the president. After he had dropped the, out of the race There was a lot of political capital that he that he uh, put on the line for Donald Trump. but And then got nothing in return. No. It doesn't appear, at least. Um, so... Anyway, Chris Christie is going to be done as governor of New Jersey and will fade off into the sunset. You know sunset. what? We should have him on the show. Okay, Oscar, so you got to add to your list. Not only do you need to call Moby. No, I don't want to talk to Moby. 
Thank you for saying that. I, tried I didn't getting, want to either. He's too I just, old. I tried Go getting home. Moby on the Fork Report. Nobody one listens time. to tech. No. <laughs> I tried to get him on the Fork Report one time because he opened up oh, really? like a vegan restaurant in L.A. Oh no, and, I don't. And he didn't return my call. Yeah, I don't want to talk to that guy. I told you. He but I return your call. But I would like to have Chris Christie in right. studio if he's in Los Angeles. That'd be fun. That would be a blast. Yeah. Um, we will tell him we'll get the food that he requests. Because he eats during interviews. Donuts? That's the only reason. Will I be, there will be donuts. Uh, my wife Don't put some of those up. peanut cluster reindeer poops in the office today. Yeah. You know, we're going to have to have a talk about that. What? Because your wife's food is really good. You know, the sweet stuff that she sends. And I thought that, like, I'm out of the danger zone because Christmas is over. And so, like, cookie time is done. And then you No one makes a, you eat those. And then you bring in a big... No one makes you eat those. You I've, eat those on your own. No, I've showed restraint. I haven't had any of that today yet. Gary and Shannon will continue. And we'll talk more about the S-House slash S-Hole controversy. ABC's Lana Zack is going to join us for more Swamp Watch. Gary and Shannon. President Trump yesterday saying he is not a racist. He has uh, denied that he spoiled any chances for a deal on immigration overhaul by saying that a number of poor countries are S-holes. Or or S-houses. Or S-houses. Depending on who you listen to. ABC's Lana Zak has been uh, following this story with us, and this has been a... uh, it was obviously the big story all weekend. It followed the president to uh, to Florida where he made the statement that he's the least racist person you've ever interviewed, speaking to one of the reporters. What's the latest? What's going on? Well, the, the war of semantics seems to be continuing here in Washington and there at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, the president... Um, According to sources who were in the room who have talked to ABC News, they tell us that the tenor of the conversation, as it's been reported, with either S-hole or S-house being what the president said when talking about um, about uh, having immigrants come from some African or uh, countries or Haiti versus having people come from Norway, which he wanted to encourage people, more people from countries like Norway to come to the United States, that that was was something that that we understand did in fact take place. The president is disputing um, that, though he says he used tough language, and the White House is not disputing that uh, that he in fact wasn't. Without saying the vulgarity, uh, that he in fact was encouraging more people to come from. He wanted our immigration policies to encourage more people from Norway as opposed to people from uh, these African countries and Haiti to come to the United States. So, really, what it's come down to is did he say blank hole or did he say blank house, which seems like a really ridiculous debate for most people? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, hole or house. That doesn't matter. It's the uh, it's the preceding choice of um, descriptor that perhaps is exactly. Honest. And but, but what it, what it has actually done is it has created now the people the the bipartisan group who were working together to try and fix uh, DACA and and make progress on immigration reform. Now they have been forced to take sides, and of course their bipartisan agreements have frayed um, over the controversy of blank house, blank hole, uh, with uh, with 
uh, Senator Dick Durbin, who was the only Democrat who was present in the room, saying he stand, saying today that he stands by his comments, that he remembers the conversation correctly, and that's what the president said, and called on the White House to release any recordings. Um, and a couple and two of the Republicans who were in the room who said previously that they could not recall what the president said, now having uh, the ability to recall that the president did not, in fact, say S. Cole. Uh, and another Republican, Lindsey Graham, saying that his, uh, who said before that the, uh, the the basic conversation was as it was reported, said today, without getting into too much detail, that his his thought his memory has not evolved. <laughs> Basically, saying that unlike his republic his his fellow Republicans who are now changing their position, uh, that uh, that the conversation was in fact how it was reported. Uh, but all of this meaning that that the that the bipartisan um, goodwill that was starting to emerge uh, to come together on an agreement on DACA has just been completely decimated. We talked with uh, one of your colleagues on Friday about whether there was discussion in in ABC News about to use the word or not. Yeah. What kind of what kind of uh, what kind of I don't know mental gymnastics have you done over the last seventy two hours to try to figure out should you say it should you not say it or have you just been told don't say it. Well, my parents told me not to say that sort of stuff, so I don't say it. Um, That's but, the best uh, answer we've gotten. <laughs> um, but but I know that many, many uh, news outlets and reporters, um, and we have certainly had those conversations here at ABC, feel like when the president says something or is alleged to have said something, that it is appropriate to, especially when it's the source of debate, to actually quote the president and to say so. Um, I also have young kids. I don't like them hearing that sort of stuff um, and I, I like them to be able I like to be able to listen to the news without having to shield my my uh, my children from hearing that type of language so for me I, I, I continue to say blank hole and blank house um, but it, it is a very real discussion uh, among us journalists about how how to talk about this this very indelicate subject I would hate for, for to be your kids and hear you have to explain why David Muir's you keeps using that word <laughs> well uh, and, and he seems so nice. Uh, he is very nice. He is. Nice. <laughs> We've uh, met him. Gentleman as well. Um, <laughs> but it 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 really uh, it really has obscured what is uh, what is a very serious conversation for people. Uh, we're talking um, about the fate of these young uh, young uh, adults, young children who, in in all, almost universally. Uh, believed that they were Americans. They were just American kids growing up in America. They did not make the choice to come to this country. Somebody else made that choice for them, um, and uh, and they want to they want to continue to be Americans and and be the best and the brightest. And that's something that Republicans and Democrats have agreed on uh, that those are the types of people that we want to have in this country. And so they wanted to come up with a solution for this. And all of this controversy has just really made it more difficult for um, for the two groups to come together and try and come up with very real solutions. And that uh, certainly is the biggest tragedy in all of this, Gary and Shannon. Lana Zach, ABC News. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Take, take care. Coming up next, our hour of Orange County. Ooh, we haven't done that before. Well, it's a new year. New year, new things. All right. Gary and Shannon will continue right after this.